It's Adam Shartoff, your host of Film Wax Radio. It is Friday, February 3rd, 2023. And God knows what episode this is. I have no idea. I think it's going to be like 7... Probably Norm knows. Who do, I just did his show. 7.48 or 9. I don't have it in front of me. And I, this is a very new situation, so I'm just going to be transparent about it. I am at the uh, Radio Free Rhinecliffe Studios here in Rhinecliffe, New York. And we're doing, going to be doing uh, the show out of here. And we're each episode will be, ideally, rec- done live and recorded for podcasting. But we'll be rec- we'll be broadcasting it through the internet live. So I, I'm making it sound like <laughs> this is a new technology. <laughs> Podcasting's never been done before. This okay. That is Matt, <laughs> Matty Rosenberg, who is one of the producers here. Is that fair to call you? Yeah, that's perfectly and Jen adequate. Hamoud, who is, did I pronounce that right? You did, thank you. Who is a, my uh, friend and, and uh, producer and also a camper from back in the day, which is a weird coincidence when I was a summer camp counselor. Yeah, very much so. So, breathe in Shabbat, breathe out Shabbat. Shabbat Shalom, you guys. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. I, I, uh, I'm not... This is, a new, again, it's like just when I think I've mastered some, you know, type of technology, I'm starting a new, I, I haven't done a lot of, I haven't done something like this live in ages. So it's really great. Thank you for uh, bringing me on. And it's an internet radio platform, a slash podcast platform, I would call it network. Yeah. I think that's an apt description of Radio Free Rhinecliff. And what else? How would you describe the mission of Radio Free Rhinecliff? We're going to, by the way, I should have set up. We're talk. We're going to kind of do an intro to Radio Free Rhinecliff and my relationship with with these guys. But also then transition into the show where I'll be bringing on folks from this organization called Hudsey, which is like a film content um, company here in the Hudson Valley. But sorry to interrupt you. Oh, no. Uh, I think the mission is pretty simple. It's to leverage the community, uh, the talent we have in the community, and give them a platform for actually getting out their word to, you know, all over the world. Basically, we have listeners in uh, 18, 19 countries. Uh, we Latvia. Tra- Latvia. We, we, we have one show that is ranked number one in news commentary in Latvia at least once. Um, but so... I think that, you know, given that the democratization of the technology, Mm. uh, I mean, I was involved in the sort of beginning of desktop publishing when it was, you know, oh, originally it was like a mimeograph machine. And then suddenly (laughs) you could actually print something on a laser printer. And I feel like this is the same thing in in audio. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's where we're at. And how did you go? So when and when did Radio Redcliffe begin? When was it founded? I think it was approximately 73 weeks ago today, roughly. Okay. Why don't you tell them why and how it began with your uh, cocktail window? Well, you know, it was, uh, it was a project that was born out of the pandemic, uh, as I think some things that everyone has done. Um, the, uh, the idea originally was to bring community together around cocktails uh, because no one could go to a bar, no one could see mm. anybody, but how could you do cocktails outside? So we created a cocktail window that would allow 
everyone in the community come get free cocktails outside, not mingling inside. Um, and we did a number of cocktail events. And that's when I realized that we had, I mean, I kind of knew, but really realized that we had a very, very special community in Rhinecliff. Um, and then the radio station was born out of that as taking that talent and seeing what would be the next step. Uh, and this is where this is where it's led at the moment. Well, and Patricia Wind and Cliff uh, were so generous. They own the Epicurean and they gave up. It's not a big store and they gave up, a, quote unquote, the back room, the nook. Right. To to be part of the community as just a radio station. Right, because I mean, this could be—I'm sure this was being used for. <laughs> yeah, this this could be square feet is yeah, square yeah. feet is a precious thing. So, they see the precious nature of what you guys have done. They're so loving of the community. I mean, that the store itself is such a big part of the community. The radio station had to be in a store. That is the way I felt it. Mm -hmm. uh, sort of inspired by Heritage Radio in Brooklyn, which is in the back of a pizza parlor. And, uh, and it, it, uh, when I proposed this to Patricia, I think she looked at me a little quizzically, but I would say within less than seven days, they grasped the idea much faster than I ever thought anyone would with a crazy idea like this. Mm -hmm. And I watched Cliff Platt and, uh, Maddie Rosenberg build the radio station themselves, the whole thing. And you both are... I guess you uh, well, you go, Maddie. You go between the city and here, right? Yeah. Okay. And Jen, you're up here, here. full time, yep. right? As I am. Yep. So that's great. And um, well, uh, again, I'm excited to to kind of pump new life into what I'm doing, you know, and have this new dimension to film wax, really. And uh, and I I'm going to have on uh, in just a moment. We're going to go to the the show or the main part of the show, but I wanted to bring you guys on and I hope you guys will do this periodically. If not all yeah. the, you know, regularly whenever you'd like, thank you. Yeah. And so where we can sort of set, just keep things, keep oh. up with things. R F R. Yeah. I, I R F R. Um, yeah. I just you know, wanted to stress how much we are thrilled to have you on radio oh. free Ryan cliff. I, mean, thank I, I you. like it. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Totally think that this is going to be a great marriage. Oh, um, so yeah, I think so too. Just given, you know, what just happened with Norm Magnuson, who, you know, that that was just spectacular, and I'm glad to be here. And um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, and just uh, let's see. Uh, how can people? Let's let's also make sure people can check out everything about the, what we're doing here. You can certainly start off by going to RadioFreeRyanCliff.org, and is there like a sign up for one thing? Uh, really, if you just go to RadioFreeRyanCliff.org, you will find all the shows. Every single show has its own page, right. including your show. Your show page was launched today, and mm -hmm. we'll embed your podcast know, on I, it. I know. It's kind of scam trying to figure out that, which we'll, we'll figure out in the next and, day or two. Yeah. Well, but, we'll integrate it all. It's yeah. going to take a, you know, a little bit yeah. of... It'll be a little kludgy in the beginning, but yeah. I think it'll be... Yeah, working on the technical... De oh, look who's here... It's we were going to do some sort of interstitial music, but we don't need to worry about that. We can just right, go right into uh, my conversation. So check out RadioFreeRyanCliff.org. They're also on social media, and uh, their uh, shows, very shows, are probably on podcast apps too. So you can just listen to uh, different shows here, like you would. And and we have a channel on Apple Podcasts also. Oh, oh right. Okay, thank you for mentioning that. So. Anyway, that, that is Maddie Rosenberg and Jen Hamoud, who are producers here at Ray Free Ryan Cliff. And 
glad to have them. And now I'm really excited. I have Jesse Brown and Laura Kandel. Is it Kandel? That works for me. <laughs> well, yes. Kandel. You know, it's funny because I do the show and I bring on a lot of international folks. And let's face it, even, of course, in a melting pot as wonderful as America, we have people with ethnic names and sometimes just even, you know, whatever, any kind of name that it might be a little hard to pronounce or have, multi, you know, maybe different possible ways to pronounce. So I always say, is it Candel or Candle? Let's say just arbitrarily. And they'll say, oh, either is fine. I'm like, no, that's no. How does your mom pronounce it? And so that's always my litmus for getting people to say, because I don't always say it right. It's Candel. I got well, out of gym class for, for four years because my gym teacher called me Candle, and I was like, not doing it. Say it again. <laughs> and, yeah. All right. And welcome, Thank Laura, you. And welcome, Jesse. Thank, Thank you, you guys. For, first of all, I had on another guest lined up tonight. You guys were going to come on anyway in a, uh, in a couple of weeks. So, yeah. but then because my current, the, the one that was scheduled got sick overnight because she went to some fun, uh, networking event in uh at old savannah in kingston she got sick and then couldn't make it in may and have been our event <laughs> well, was, no. feel better she 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 she's uh, can, can we reschedule i'm like yes of course i don't want you to get sick or come in and it's like 40 below zero right I'm, so i'm glad it and then you guys came to my rescue by agreeing to move up to tonight that was really nice of you guys so thanks for making that happen anytime cool. yeah thanks for having us so next week yeah. Two? yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so so let's see. So first of all, you guys both work at Hutsey, yes, which hosted this networking event, which was a huge success. By the way, there were like you guys. I'm sorry, I didn't mention to you guys because there was like there were over 350 three, people from over eight counties, all up in from Albany to Westchester. Uh, yeah, Every, all in Kingston at Old Savannah. It was amazing. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, um, the hors d'oeuvres were spectacular. I might add also, I just was so, God, they were so hungry and, uh, I had a really nice time and I ran into, and one thing that I noticed, and then we're going to get to specifically what Hutsey's about is just like talking to anybody I talked to at that event, you were like one degree or two degrees of separation. Like, like I, it just was bizarre. Everybody knows every, every, just about everybody. It's weird how that. Yeah, it was a good group of people. I mean, I think we're all connected through the arts in some different way. And right. whatever brought everybody in, there definitely seemed to be some nice connections and, and tons of great people there. So, yeah. Well, mission accomplished. And I think I got I came home. And I had all these cards in my pocket. Like, I threw them out. I'm like, what is this garbage? Out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't throw yours out because we no, wouldn't be I, here. So. Right, no, I kept yours. Actually, you were already in my phone book because we had met at the Woodstock Film Festival. Yes. Briefly at the Bearsville Theater. I remember meeting you for the yes, first time. Yes, another cold night. <laughs> was it? It's a little chilly. You have a good memory. Yeah, that is good. Wow. So, yeah. what are your? First of all, let's let's first talk about what Hutsey does, uh, and then your roles at Hutsey, because just to uh, anchor people here, so they know who we're talking to. I mean, so, I think it's uh, sitting in this room and understanding a little bit about what you guys do. I think it's very similar. It's this idea of uh, sharing stories about our community, and you know, trying to find spaces to tell those stories and to understand how to connect on a local level and we all kind of know so much about what's happening out there on a more global level that we wanted to make sure that was happening locally our medium is video because we're filmmakers and it felt like there was an opportunity to aggregate and curate and collaborate with existing artists and also use that as an opportunity to um, build new kind of content and 
you know, it's like coming in and, you know, there's like a beat local. We're in this great local market as well. And that's has everything that comes from within 100 miles. And so it's kind of that we're so focused on, all right, what goes within our bellies? But it was interesting that there's a lot less of a conversation of what's going within our minds and where's mm-hmm. the information coming from. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to create a storytelling platform for the Hudson Valley and celebrate the arts and all the videos and stuff like that. So it, it's built into that same spirit that I have a feeling is coming out of this uh, room we're sitting in today and this incredible market. So. Yeah, and we, we try and um, approach things from an online, from a digital and an in-person perspective. So we have um, the platform he's talking about. We call it Hutsy TV, and there are over 350 local films from local creators that you can get for free. Um, and then we're also, as he said, filmmakers. So we uh, also are an in-house production company and make our own Hutsy originals as well. Um, so all of that is there. We have a membership program uh, for that as well that helps us support all of the events that you were talking about, um, as well as continuing the app forward and um, our apprentice program. And we, we do a lot of things with a small team. But Jesse and I and Angel Gates and mm-hmm. Sean Strong are uh, the four co-founders. So okay, our titles there. Are you all from the Hudson Valley or? I'm a lifer. Really? Where did you uh, grow up? Born and raised right outside of Woodstock in West Hurley. Okay. Hurley Ridge Market, shout out. It's where, right where I grew up. <laughs> now Hannaford. Yeah, I also grew up in the area. I was born at home uh, in Stone Ridge area. Grew up oh, in that kind of Antiora. Yeah, okay. Antiora. Uh-huh. Went to Bennett for elementary school and then um, ended up in the Rosendale area with mm-hmm. my mom. Went to Rondout schools. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up across the river. Went to Poughkeepsie City schools. Mm-hmm. Ended up back on that other side again. Went to Rosendale. Uck. SUNY Albany, and then I ended up in Jackson Hole, Wyoming for a decade. Um, for a decade? You were in Jackson Hole? Yep. So you, tonight you're getting a little of the local uh, winter weather that you probably had. <laughs> Out there it was better because there was a lot of snow and snowboarding that went with oh, it. This okay. is just a lot of cold. and Right. Um, no snow. Exactly. But, yeah. But I'm used to it, so. Mm. Wow. Well, it's... I, I, I was uh, very curious, and I see, look, Hudson TV right there. <laughs> uh, well, tell me... Uh, what Hutsey stands for? Hudson. What the name? Where the name well, came from? Yeah, that's a good, better way of asking. Yeah, Sean I, Strong, one of our co-founders, actually had the name. And, uh, I think, was just a nickname for Hudson? Yeah, yeah. I think short for the Hudson Valley. Yeah. And there's like, I don't know if it's Etsy or stuff. You throw a Y on the end of something and all of a <laughs> sudden it, it feels cute. playful and fun. And that's kind true. Of thing. I, I, I appreciate that because it kind of why I chose Filmwax as the name of Because it just sounded like I wanted a name that kind of popped that was fun and engaging sounding. So it was sort of as simple as that. It doesn't mean anything. I was super curious about that. I was like, what, and, and do I just not get the reference? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I didn't mean to, to alienate people or make them feel, you know. Well, do, by the way, does anybody have anybody thirsty for some? Because I'm good. Thank okay. you. I just didn't want to be rude. Um, but um, anyway, so what year was it founded? That's. I mean, we've been working on it. We started working on right. it in like 2016, okay. uh, loosely as an idea, trying to figure out how to really get it off the ground. And mm. um, we were. I was running a production company. Angel Gates was also running a production company, going back and forth into the city. So we were doing what we can. You know, it's like you're trying to start this new idea called a new paradigm. And it's like you kind of need some large amount of energy to come together. And mm-hmm. it's like, is that going to be people power or is that going to be capital power? And so we kind of hoped we could originally do it with people power. But I think trying to get that many people focused on such a big idea. So we, mm-hmm. we did what we could. We got the idea going, and then we were able to apply for a grant. Um, that, oh, okay. That's what really kind of helped us take it to the next level. And was it, it was 2020, right? Or, or Jeez. Yeah, it was two weeks before the pandemic started that I met 
these fellas. Mm -hmm. I had left a 17 year career in something completely different without knowing what was coming. And, uh, at that time, yeah, February 14th, 2020. And, um, suddenly I made the world. I wonder if we can guess what it was. Was it, were were you an educator or (laughs) (laughs) I produced contemporary craft shows. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then still I still in the see. arts. I've always I, been an oh, yeah, arts yeah. advocate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I worked with the Woodstock Film Festival for about 12 years. Oh, you did. On a okay. volunteer basis. Okay. But, um, and that might yeah. help explain your relationship with that festival or the yes. Hutsies has a close where you've co-hosted a bunch of things or they've co-sponsored or. Yeah, we actually had, um, from what program. I understand, the first like entity specific shorts program. Um, so they gave us our entire an entire shorts program. We showed three original Hutsie originals. Um, that had never been shown on our platform before oh, at the festival at the festival mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. year or last year 2022 right. Right. sold out crowd sunday morning 10 a.m like it was so beautiful no dry eyes in the house it was really it was a very special uh, event for us what and were the films were they short films or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. ones from our dance we have a dance series we started to kind of there's so many amazing dads and art people so it's called move me and uh mm-hmm. you know a lot of stuff is proof of concept to try to get things off the ground and see so we have three episodes that we've done so far and the one that we screened that night is about uh livia or that morning yeah. uh, it was about livia vanover who's a founding member of the vanover caravan an organization that's been teaching dance here for over 50 years mm-hmm. um so we wanted to honor her with a short film and it was amazing to show her story um, the other film we showed was from our food series that we created called uh, This Organic Life. We have a seven-episode series that kind of takes you throughout the region. Hawthorne Valley was one of the farms we went to where you got to have a lot of products here. And that particular episode was about Gopal Farms, which is an incredible um, kind of Indian-based farm in Tilson where they do CSA, mm-hmm. but they appeal to other types of folks who are not you know, born in the U.S. who might be not drawn to typical um, vegetables that come from a typical CSA. So their story is really incredible. And then the third one is a, probably one of the most powerful films we've produced to date uh, called Transition, about a young woman, Stella Rose's transition into becoming Stella Rose and dealing with that and her parents. And her parents were there at the show. And so that's part of the what was really powerful. Why well, there were so wet powerful. eyes in the house. Yeah. 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 Um, Stella has a lot more going on with her that she was adopted. She has a... a, a birth defect yeah a couple things we'll call it that yeah um she has no legs like she's been through like an enormous amount and to add on uh the need to transition into being a woman and uh coming from you know being concerned that that may or may not be okay with her family um and then them letting us in in the way of of letting us capture that experience mm-hmm. they had no idea what was coming the family mm-hmm. um and even even afterwards they they still there's so much love for us from them in that experience and it's really it's a very very special film so. uh, well we know there's a lot of many there's no shortage of creative people uh, and very talented creative people we also know that uh, there's a lot of like affordable technology i mean relatively speaking and we also know that uh there's some uh, endless number of stories out there you just mm-hmm. you know it's how you structure them how you tell them but you know, there's there's endless number. So, but the, here's the: how do you get? And this is like you know the secret. the secret sauce here? Is how do you get the people to to watch your content? How do you draw people? I, I mean, obviously, I mean, one thing I I uh, was going to ask you also, which can wait till after, but is you guys <laughs> obviously worked on a really robust mailing list. Mm-hmm. That that much I could see from. 
last night. Was it last night? Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday night, yeah. night, rather. Two nights, two nights ago. ago. Uh, so that that's probably helpful. But but how do we get drive audiences? And your content you can watch through your site the, and through YouTube, I'm assuming, or no? We're actually on, um, we, we do like sneaks and stuff on YouTube, but, but we have our platform online. We're also on <laughs> Apple and Android mobile, Apple TV, Roku, and Fire TV. So you can oh. access us anywhere. That's amazing. For so you, so you can go to your uh, streaming uh, player. What I don't know. Your smart TV or anything like yes, that. Yes, right. Smart exactly. TV. And yeah. download the app. That's exactly. Right. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. Okay. That's great. So that, it's yeah. And so that was the big that was a big part of it was how do we yeah, make it accessible right. in a way that yeah. you normally would watch? Like how do you watch Netflix? Let's make sure that we're in there in the same way. Right. Um, <laughs> but but I still think like still getting people when there is Netflix and there is Apple TV plus and uh Hulu and mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. There's not enough yadas in the day anymore, <laughs> but just to compete, it's a big, a lot of competition. So, how do you do? Do you target who is your audience? I mean, how do you do that? Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the question we ask ourselves every yeah, single day, right. right? I mean, it's there's so much noise out there, and it's so much to cut into. I mean, I think this question has been built into the fabric of the organization since we've been building this. I think for us, um, building community means showing up in community. So, for a long period, we've been going to events and building our partnerships with people. And so I think when you come out and you see these events, um, it's a robust ma- mailing list, but it's really a ethos of people will show up for you when you show up for them. And mm-hmm. that we've spent a lot of intentional work traveling around the region and being supportive of people. So I think that's more the like ethos at the bottom of it. But mm-hmm. I think it, it's everything, you know, the big apps obviously have the dollars to spend, sure. um, but they don't have the integration into the local communities. And I think right. that's, that's something we can build. And I think through the collaboration, yes. you know, part of what we started this idea on is like what Laura's saying is that, okay, if you want to know what's happening globally, it's quite convenient and easy You go to a Facebook. But if you actually really care about what's happening locally, you would have to go to all these individual websites. And, and that's a lot of work. So there's actually the fact that we don't collaborate on a local level to the same way that's happening on a larger level. We're giving more energy to the bigger systems. Mm-hmm. So just by building something that's now collaborative, so we have 70 people on the platform who are now sending people that way. We're building partner channels with other organizations who have video to say, hey, put it on YouTube, but also put it on Hutsey. And if you're going to tell your local community where to go, tell them to go to Hutsey because we're living in an attention economy. And if we can all kind of harness that technology and that attention together, then we can kind of leverage those resources to come back to our community. So we haven't pulled it off yet, but I think even with that event, um, you know, we were, we were pioneering and pushing forward, but we decided to work with 12 other organizations and kind of come with this spirit of in collaboration with. And I think when people kind of come out of their silos a little bit and we work together more, um, I think we can start to see bigger and more audiences coming out. So we're going to find out. I mean, that's the work of the next year is to can you continue to figure out. But we have an event strategy. We have a digital strategy. We market and, you know, we do as much as we can. And we think people are excited for this stuff. And it's just about kind of and I think the Hudson Valley is a perfect place where if it's going to work, um, it's going to be somewhere like this. Uh, this is uh, Film Wax and we're talking to. I should probably do this because it's live radio. So we need to re- remind people if they tune in. In the last few minutes, yeah. my name's Adam Shartoff, and I host Film Wax. And today, my guests are Laura Candell and Jesse Brown from Hutsey. Dot, and, or, and you can find them on Hutsey T, go to hutsey.tv online. They're also on all, on most social media platforms, I suppose. I suppose. And um, uh, what, what are you, I know you're both 
founders of Hutsey. You've been there since the beginning, but what are, do you have, obviously you have particular roles or titles, uh, can I ask? I mean, every day it changes. It changes, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, as a startup, it really does. Like, we sure, had different right. roles before launch, right. and now we have different roles now, but yeah, it's, I tend to land more in the operations role. I did the, actually, uh, the build-out of, we're now in our second version of our app, so I did the back-end build-out. Not a programmer, but we had a great, uh, we have great partners that we work on with that, and um yeah, a lot of the, as I like to call it, the more boring work I also get to do, you know, the, the contracts, the legal, the you know, oh, yeah. this, that and the other. Um, and I, I sort of liaise with our marketing team as well and our graphic designer. As so. somebody who's, though, been steeped in, the, you know, creative universe, I mean, is that um, gratifying for you or is it? Is I have an headache? organization nut. Okay. So yeah, I um, think, I think it's, a, it's a person. It's a kind of person that does it's this. A kind, yeah, that's true. It's also, there's a myth that creatives, you know, they use this particular side of your brain, which, you know, is in direct contrast with, you know, organizational skills and, or interest in technology or numbers and things of that nature. But it's not, not, not true at all. I mean, I think that, I mean, I've worked with thousands of artists. It's a little true, but, (laughs) well, (laughs) but not, but not for everybody. Don't correct me on my podcast. Sorry. Apologies. Never going to be invited back. Cut this out. Rule rule number one right there. (laughs) Uh, Jesse, I, I I didn't give you a chance to uh, tell me what you were, what your, uh, focuses on your title or yeah i mean i come into this i've been working in storytelling and community work for about 20 years now yeah. i started as a photographer and a filmmaker okay. and so came and into snowboarder it, and a snowboarder i had a snowboard magazine in jackson hole that's oh. what kind of laid the foundation for me uh to get behind this stuff a community run magazine that we founded um and so that was kind of the initial seed of some of this idea yeah community that's right yeah right yeah i i i, I think that's something that we can all say we have in common here in yeah. this room. We we also have producers here, Jen Hamoud and Maddie Rosenberg. Did you guys? By the way, feel free to hop in, uh, you know, jump in, and if you have any points or questions or anything, it's uh, be a pleasure yeah. to bring you in. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, what Jesse doesn't usually say, but I like to say, is that this was his idea. This Hutsey was his baby, brainchild, brainchild, and uh, and a lot of his vision and strategy, and. Mm-hmm. many other things but it's it's what keeps us floating along and the events are primarily his his baby as well so he's thanks for <laughs> well did so you had a vision for something or a, was it more of just like this idea and then it's evolved into what or does it look much like what you thought i guess is the question uh, to be honest it looks exactly at how it really it and continues to build out with exactly the vision i've had it's you know it's the timing is unknown and how certain things happen mm-hmm. but what i saw um continues to play out exactly what i because i you know having done the snowboard magazine i, I kind of had a blueprint of what it can look like to have a local distribution product ter- paired with local events and how that can kind of build we were able to kind of pioneer with our snowboard mag this idea of kind of local advertising and then we we're able to bring in larger advertisers, but getting them to support the, our, our community on the way we wanted them to support it. So I've always kind of seen this ability. And then uh, I kind of left the snowboard mag. I moved to New York City for five years, kind of abandoned these ideas. And so you went, went from Jackson Hole to yeah. New York City. Yeah, it was a tough, tough transition. Well, it must have been. Yeah. But I knew I needed it because I wanted, I grew up here, I wanted to come back, but mm-hmm. it's tough in the video world to have clients straight up state. It's, it's competitive. So I knew by spending five years in the city, 
and pairing the clientele that I'd worked with in action sports with New York City that I could probably make a decent go at running a production company upstate. Mm-hmm. And so that was really what brought me back. But when I came back, I was burnt from the city. I was feeling pretty frustrated with the, you know, you keep climbing the ladder of success of where you're supposed to get and you get less and less happy when you get there. Hmm. And so I was kind of having like my own personal crisis to be super honest around yeah. like super. passion and purpose and trying yeah. to figure out, you know, a lot of people don't, I was a freelancer for, you know, with in addition to the magazine for 15 years. And I think you, you start getting paid your bills and you really don't do the work that you were called to of why you would have gotten into these industries in the first place. I know people who are 20 years veterans and if you ask them the piece that they're most proud of, they don't have a single piece because you just go job after job after job. And mm-hmm. I didn't get into this to just pay my bills. I really am a storyteller. I really care about the work. And so coming back up, I was working with local nonprofits. I was giving uh, reduced services. So I was trying to be closer to the products I believed in. Mm-hmm. And I just kept noticing that the videos were not getting seen after they were done. And so it yeah. just became clear. And also I've always tried to d- not be super crowded. So when I came up, there was a lot of incredible local produc- production companies doing things. And again, it's easy to get caught up in competition with each other. And I was trying to come from a different mindset of collaboration. And so I said, well, if everyone's focusing on creativity and we're all struggling to get it out there, I have some background in distribution. What if I kind of looked at this from a more distribution lens? And I thought that was needed. I thought there was an opportunity. And also it went from being one of 500 to the only people in the region offering video distribution. And as we're talking to the local nonprofits, you know, I kept seeing the same thing that they were 90 to 95% of where they've spent their money. They were really focused on who they paid, the products they bought and kept it local. And when we came to distribution of their video assets. They didn't have a values aligned partner. They were all ending up on Facebook and right. Google. YouTube, and I kept saying, whatever. hey, if we mm-hmm. had an alternative option, would you consider going with it? And they all unequivocally said yes. So it felt like there was an opportunity to you know, selfishly built something for myself to get my own work seen, but mm-hmm, in the beauty of mm-hmm. what seems like a good idea, if it can work for you while working for others at the same time, that felt like a good thing to push forward. And I, and I kind of been recently more saying that like, I actually, I didn't want to build Hutsey. I, I knew the magnitude of work that it was going to be. I, I really just wanted to work at a place like Hutsey, but I, I couldn't find <laughs> anything like that. Yeah. So here we if are. If you build it, it will come. Yeah. We're working on that. We're working on it. <laughs> so, we, and where is uh, Hutsey? Where is, is it's, um, where's the physical of, place? We we just very recently, like this month, maybe, or, you know, within a month, um, finally have a closet we call an office um, in Kingston. But we're sort of all over the place. We have people in, uh, where is Tatasha? Tasha's in Hopewell yeah. and kind of moving to Highland. And, yeah, and yeah. we've got Kingston and Rosendale. And you know, oh. so, we're, so we yeah. work from home primarily. We actually had... Today was our first in-person team stand-up that we've ever had. So we we went to the conference room at our new location and and had a lovely um, morning together. And uh, and yeah, so okay. So I just imagine some sprawling warehouse. That's the dream. With that's the piece of the dream that I still see that hasn't played out yet. So yeah. we're getting there. Well, if you're somebody out, has a large space they'd like yeah, to give to us, well, we're down. We're here for it. That's happened to Woodstock. So yep. I mean, somebody just sort of bequeathed the Woodstock Film Festival this new, you know, building. And I mean, yeah. so it does happen. So if we're you're here out, for bequeathing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you're at, if you're a bequeather yeah. and you're listening, yeah, give be, me a call. Yeah, call call one eight hundred Larkin. Lala, yeah. I mean, we see the intersection of a place where people can come and teach and learn and see shows. I mean, just like we're seeing here, just a place, but on a video mm-hmm. level, you know, that's yeah. that's the dream. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I should put my, yeah. Well, I put, uh, I have, 
Uh, this is another conversation, but I, I have a YouTube <laughs> channel that I don't know. What, I don't know how to public, you know, promote it properly. Well, let's get to a partner channel on Hutsy TV. Okay, there you go. It's a deal. You yeah, let's, let's, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I, I think I'm. I, the content is there. You know, I mean, people do when they it, all they have to know is it's there and yeah. that they can actually because there is it's an amazing thing that podcasts. Uh, ha, originally, when I started, they were like, "Well, don't you want to do a video version?" Uh, and I, and 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 it turned out, and people would say because people are watching video, and I said, well, but I think there's something to hearing conversation mm-hmm. too. This is I'm getting now far afield here, but but uh, that that people like to listen to this when they're laying in bed or when they're mm-hmm. you know uh, driving or walking or working out or whatever they're doing. Yeah. So it's just a, a, a um, and then of course once the pandemic started, we were just stuck looking at TV again. For, which is good for Hutsy, by the way. So, <laughs> I'm a, but I think there's room for both. Is my point. I totally. You know, we've been really and adopting these ideas. You know, it's like eat local, shop local, and yes, like watch local. That's the next thing I want to talk about. Read this, local. Yeah, I think we're. I think, yeah, and you know, it's interesting because I was in New York City um, for decades before moving up here, and what I saw was in the uh, '90s was um, uh, all these, you know, big chain stores, box, big box, I guess, in some cases, mm-hmm. but chain stores coming in and pushing out, of course, driving up this, the, the real estate prices and, and, and all these independent stores, there's that word again, but all these, you know, or smaller companies mm-hmm. were obviously losing, they couldn't afford to stay anymore. So all that could afford those real estate or rent, rent or leases were these big corporate stores and entities. And so... Uh, and then uh, you noticed in the last five, six years, seven years, they're, they're disappearing. There was like, you know, 10 Barnes and Nobles. What do they call those stores? The, uh, super stores or something. The bigger, the, the bigger. Walmart to the Kmart. Big box? Yeah. Big, yeah. Anyway. And, and other chains. And they started realizing they just couldn't bring in the people. And yeah. so now I understand some of this is the nature of retail and how it's changed, but uh, what I, you know, my, the danger, the, the the unfortunate part is then once they leave, which they have, who comes in, who can afford to come in to those those spaces that were once independent, they were perfectly fine. We liked, uh, you know, patronizing them. And uh, and then it was this, you know, there was a unique newness to these stores coming into New York City. But I guess my whole point in why I'm talking about it is because, God, I miss the just the there's some local flavor of new york city that that was there it wasn't just some big huge city that felt like you could be in any city there actually was a flavor and a and a quality to the city that was its own for many many years and it's it's gotten over the best past decade without sounding like the angry guy but it's it's gotten kind of diluted and lost, yeah. and it's sad for me. So I, one of the main reasons, actually, that I decided to move up to the Hudson Valley. So I'm excited by the return and the you know a lot of young people like that. That network event was really uh, a wonderful cross a section of young, middle aged, older folks. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed and people, uh, diverse people. And, and it was showed like people are really hungry for connection and yeah. for local f- focus on local, you know, uh, enterprise. And, um, so, you know, it's, 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 I think we're, we're, we've missed it and it's necessary 
for yeah. human people. One of our taglines is actually community content connection. And it's it's just... One of them? I mean, how many do you need? We, we have a lot of them. <laughs> Watch local, stream the Hudson oh, okay, Valley, right. like all these different ones. Yeah, but right. we honestly, Marketing. we keep coming back to yes. community content yeah. connection because right. that's just the core of what it is that we do. Hey, guys, Radio Free Rank. I have a question. Oh, yeah, please, Ooh. don't you? Yeah. What's your intersection? Oh. Yeah, talking to the mic. Gosh, what, lovely what? voice. Hello. Hello. Hey. What's your intersection with live music? That's a great question. So yeah. right now, the basic is that with we're working with local musicians and that we're hosting their music videos to start on the platform because there's incredible right. talent here and there's all these great music videos. So that's actually one of the places that there's a, a large catalog. And let's just say, in addition to entertaining and knowing these people, let's say you're throwing a local concert and you want to know the local talent. Where would you even begin to look? So now you can get on Hutsey and see all these amazing music videos. Oh, we're in conversations right now. We've launched like a, we have the ability to add live streaming and some pay-per-view stuff. So we're in conversations with the Ashokan Center, the Levon Helm folks, and we're kind of trying to figure out how do we bring that in again. You guys should talk to yeah. WKZE too because where I I was just saying it, and we got to we got to yeah. talk to KZE. Yeah, we have like a we we should figure that out because we have a, a studio yep. where we bring in musicians. Yep. You know, it's just another I'm, and then. I love that station too. Thank you. Yeah, and we bring the musicians into our. And, and you, you guys are also perking your ears. <laughs> yeah, here at Radio Free Rank. Yeah, it's, well, it's it's one of the other events that we launched this year that we're excited about. So we try to think about events from like filling the gaps of need and also our own strategy. Some of the things that take a lot of work, things that are minimal. Sure. So that event was really beautiful because it brought people together, but it wasn't a ton of work for us. It was come to a venue. Yeah. Um, that already has an establishment. It's twofold. How do we bring people together? and bring economic impact to restaurants and bars on slower nights of the week. So that was also a Wednesday night that 400 people came out on, you know, so that's and there test. was a bar yeah. with happy bartenders. Exactly. Right. And they were very generous to give food out. Right. So you kind oh of God, we yeah. think about Pigs everything. And blankets from, up though, yeah. yeah. How does everybody win? You know, how do we create mm -hmm. an ecosystem where the artists connect, the bars do well, we do right. well, all that kind of stuff. So one of the other events we have is called uh, Beyond the Screen, which we do at the Rosendale Theater. And it's this idea of like, part TED talk, part local oh. films, part music, part. Uh, okay. And so the last one we had musical performers there. And so we bring together people we film and work with. And so this next one, which is coming up in March, we'll be working with CCE, which is an incredible dance group out of Kingston. And then we'll be working with a hip hop performer named Tony E out of Beacon, where we'll be premiering a short film we made about him. And then he'll premiere. So we, you know, the intersection of film, music, food, local venues. Yeah. Um, you know, it works really well. And they're all the things that we're trying to kind of bring together. So. Yeah. We also, um, Angel Gates and Natasha Scully started a series actually yep. called Beyond the Mic or Behind the Mic. Behind the Mic. Behind the Mic about some local um, musicians. And, and I think we're working on two episodes right now. Tony and... Tony's done. And now we're working on one with Juma Sultan, who's an incredible uh, musician in the area as well. And then with There's our so dance many. series, yeah. we're working on a, one with Brenda Buffalino who's an internationally known tap dancer who just mm. performed uh, her 85th birthday show at the Rosendale Theater. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's just. There's, a, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, what what somebody reminded me or really brought to my attention the other day that all of this just keeps reminding me as well is that what we're building is the largest library of Hudson Valley content that's ever been. Um, so we're really excited that every day more and more is getting launched on it and um, it's growing and it will only continue to grow. Uh, we launch a couple new Hutsey originals every month. We launch new um, local films on our free side every month. And there's just always something new from music to dance to, 
you know, social justice and everywhere in between. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, how, how's, what's the best way for people to keep up to date on the content? Is there a way that that folks could be, if they follow you guys, that they're alerted to whenever there's yeah. new content? Our newsletter is honestly the best way to do okay. that, um, which by registering for free at watchlocal.hutsy.tv, um, you'll be added to our newsletter. And then we... We've been sending one newsletter. We're actually separating them into like what's happening at Hutsey, you know, our events and yes. who we are and what we're doing. Um, and we're about to launch a, haven't named it yet, but something that's like just about the content that's on the platform and launching and whatnot. And one of the really cool new features of our newest app that just launched in <clears throat> January, we just revised our app is this community that's chat. why we're sitting here because we're celebrating the new app obviously isn't it? <laughs> um, is this community chat feature that um we're oh. hoping will bring in it's only available to members but all of our creators are oh, members and they oh. can um post behind the scenes they can post upcoming screenings we can you can chat directly with them network um it's yeah like an extension so of the networking right idea. now we're, we're hoping more of our members join us on the community chat please go check that out and but you'll you see a lot of stuff about hutsy on there right now do you guys make an attempt also or uh, a uh, uh you know effort to also reach out to areas not in the like outside the hudson valley because like i can imagine that a lot, you know, like Brooklyn, we we're talking we're talking about with uh, Norm before on mm -hmm. his show. It's just such a, a concentration of filmmakers and and people, uh, and they're. I mean, I think they would be really pleased to know that they can also, uh, you know, come to the Hudson Valley and th that there's such a rich, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we hope that community people, yeah. up here and and resources. Uh, we think people can watch it from. But anywhere. they may not know about it. Yeah, well, we're I definitely mean, we working to get. I mean, like you said, going back to get the word out. I mean, we're in a weird time, right? Like it's almost yeah. everything you're making these days is a marketing company to some regard, right? It's right. all about getting the word out. Yes. And cutting through the noise, but we absolutely see New York City as a huge audience and our neighbor mm -hmm. and, and a big thing. And I think a lot of the stories we're telling, you know, maybe local to the Hudson Valley, but they're really stories that are being told and discussed in small towns across the country everywhere right now, housing issues, food issues. So yeah, I think the stuff that's on Hudson could be interesting to anyone all over the world, to be super honest. Yeah. yeah. It just comes from uh, the Hudson lens or the Hudson Valley lens. It's not, it's not only no. relevant here. It's yeah. relevant anywhere. Sure. Sure. And, uh, but it's, it's a smart, way of, of branding yourself like because it's it's Hudson Valley is it's it's you know and, and a lot of people are obviously trying to figure out where they where they can I mean for me personally somebody who did come up during the pandemic mm -hmm. even though I had planned it before that yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. also went to school up here I mean I'm not like totally uh but I was uh you know I I, I if people say why'd you move up here and I'm like well I don't can't come up with another place I could have moved if I was leaving the city and gotten what I needed creatively mm -hmm. and, and uh, let's say politically, I guess those two things and proximity yeah. to the city, which I still needed because of uh, family and friends yeah. and stuff like that. So, so um, you know, Hudson Valley was cl the, cl the clear choice. It really wasn't any other option I'm not going to go yeah. to uh, I mean, it's, it's part Miami. of what makes the Hudson Valley, what made the Hudson Valley is its proximity to right. New York City. Good point. And the yeah. beauty naturally that's here. Um, and it, it just made it so you can get out of the hustle and bustle and yeah. enjoy life in a different way than you can right. in New York City. But I think both are 
incredibly important to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not for lack of wanting to include New York City and Brooklyn on the platform. We just want to focus here for the moment and then see what comes of it. You know, I, ideally, um, this is a model that we can perfect if there's such a thing as perfection and then replicate around the country. So maybe New York City has their own Hutsey or Brooklyn has its own Hutsey. Um, mm. I mean, there's Brick TV and these other right. amazing platforms Which, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did a lot of work with Brick. Yeah. So this that's was one a- of the goals is to be able to, you know, here's the playbook. Here's how much money you're going to need. Maybe if we do well enough, we can give you that seed money mm-hmm. and go make this happen. Mm. Like, let's bring local back everywhere. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that comes into, like, if you think about the technology shifts that we're going through right now, it's that we're seeing a major shift to smart TVs and ca- people are cutting their cable cords. And when you look into that world, it's really an app ecosystem and it's dominated by the Disney's, the Netflix's and the Hulu's. So for us, it wasn't just about making something here. It was recognizing that in that world, local is really starting to be erased. And so what does local look like when it starts to move into that app world for everybody? And so we believe this is a model that not only could be here, and we also see as we've had a consolidation of media and a very few people now behind it from a top-down system, what would the system look like if it was reversed and you had an interconnected small group of independent media? We're also a co-op, so we believe in this idea of equity and ownership. So imagine being owned by the community, by the creators, and having a similar network that we have now, but it's interconnected by very small organisms spread out throughout the whole country. It's a small goal, folks. It's it's really <laughs> <laughs> necessary, right? Like yeah. how many people are trusting the sources that we have right now? And how do you build trust back from a top down level? It feels very challenging. And so for us, the local is the system that brings accountability back and accountability for us is necessary when you start talking about trying to scale trust back in the way that we, it's been eroded. Hmm. Um, and so so if I'm like a filmmaker or a content maker or whatever, how do I where do I start? Where Who do I reach out to? Or Reach out through email. It would be amazing if I could get my act together to actually put the link on our website. One one day I'll get there, folks. Uh, I trust <laughs> uh, that you will. But just email us at info at hutsy.tv and we'll you know, send you a form and give you the info. And um, we have a couple different ways that we license. We non-exclusively license for the free side of our platform. Um, and we actually... Mm-hmm. With this new app, are able to have sort of a pay-per-view revenue share model that we're just I just sent the paperwork to the first person yesterday. Wow! Um, so we're excited to yeah. to start to launch that and be able to provide some revenue back to people who. It's, it's ex- this is exciting. It's like you know, yeah. it's like making the latest technology you know available in this de- democratic way. Like yeah, yeah it's really yeah. Uh, wonderful yeah we barely sleep but it's, <laughs> it's truly worth it <laughs> what is a what is an well, well just to remind people we're talking to laura candell and uh, jesse brown from hutsey and what what uh yeah there's a uh, you're there's only four of you at the kind of in the home base is that what i'm hearing uh, this... we have a full-time team of six so we okay. have a full-time oh, graphic designer okay. madeline friedman we have I think we call her content creator cinematographer yeah. natasha scully um who actually was one of our apprentices from our apprentice mm-hmm, program mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and who was so amazing that we brought her on as a full-time team member mm-hmm. and um we have a an in-house editor christopher greffrath um who also has his own production company called our all rise films and um and we're just super mm-hmm. fortunate to have the three of them like grow this with us 
um, they really they do what needs to happen. <laughs> well, you mean and they're all owners. They're yeah, like, they're all, all worker owners. Us, so there's yeah. a, an incentive to do this together and care about this. And mm-hmm. everyone works really hard on this team. We're really lucky, and uh, it's just it's a it's a it's an ambitious concept that we have to keep driving on. You know, going again the, the attention and getting people's attention is. You know, we do these events and we love everybody to come out, and people will tell us it's the greatest experience ever. Did and you, did you, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Did you? Uh, stop. Did you get on a mic at any point? Because I was there, started at five. I got there shortly after that. And I, okay, because I, I was uh, thinking you may, it's an opportunity for me to, that wasn't what the nature of this thing was. It was about networking. You have had got other, some email you did a chronic out of it. So, yeah, we, <laughs> oh, right. But, but I was thinking, you know, you could do a presentation, you know, at certain, maybe this was too big for that. I don't know. Or not the right place. We but. tried to pick the right places. And, you know, we thought about, we had a mic out and, and there was a moment I sensed it out and it felt like there was just so many people having strong connections that why interrupt this. And I think there's a lot of events that have programming. And I think part of what we wanted to launch was a program free place that people really could just gather uninhibited and get to know each other, not feel like they were being sold something, pitched on something. You know, we try to take like almost at our own behest, like a very organic approach to like how we like, like let us just build something beautiful. We'll show you what we can do. And if you're willing to support it, um, you know, sometimes that's hard to really get that commitment in that approach. But we try to take a like a long term spirited approach to how we do things, (laughs) even though the urgency and the fear can at times make you want to do things in a different way. We really try to settle into like what this could be if we just allow people to organically get here. And I think that, you know, these events are a testament to that, that we keep kind of building right. that momentum from one event to the next instead of like coming in and saying, oh, my God, if we don't make this one work right now, we're done, you know. So I think we're able to th- that's something that's worked for us. And it's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a it's a spirit, you know, but we don't know yet until it plays out. And yeah. You know, we probably would hire some business consultants and they'd say, don't do it that way. But we have hired some business consultants and they told us that and we just don't follow along. Yeah, we do when the advice is right. But, you know, when you're trying to build a new paradigm, you you can't build it with the same. They're going to their 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 job is to lead you into the tried and tested things that have already succeeded, even if they don't really have the same agenda or vision yeah. that you yeah so it's not a, it's not respect that it's not a lack of respect why we don't do it it's 100%. That we can't sure we just yeah if we're going to do something new we have to do it new which yeah. is challenging right and if you <laughs> and god forbid if you fail fail big you know That's like, exactly like right. just sort of make your imprint yeah i'm gonna and, lose uh, all my hair for but so time. when you when you got all those 350 people uh, i mean you had a lot of people registered for the this this network event on Wednesday night, and you get to keep those. These, you get the emails for that, and then exactly. you get that to communicate sort of, with them, and continue and then they, and, you can let them. You can have that speech, so to speak, get on the exactly. mic. Exactly, we that. sent an email after because so many people asked us, like, right. "Tell us more about Hutsey," because there's so much to tell. So we were able to just say, yeah. "Like here's yeah, like an hour at and, least." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole day. We'll we'll hold court. Sure. Um, so yeah, it was it was a great way to just be able to to connect with people outside of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was beautiful. And, and one of the things about that networking event, which is called the mashup, in case anybody right. hears about it, mm-hmm. um, that Jesse really didn't want it to be like Hutsy Presents. He okay. wanted it to be about in collaboration. Right. And that's not normal. I personally, you don't that, as like a more traditional business person, was like, what are you talking about? Can we please? Any regrets now? You had no. Jesse, you had 350 people show up. I mean, uh, no, I think that's. And then you didn't um, give them all so Hutsy t shirts, make them wear Hutsy t shirts. <laughs> but well, I think anyway. it says something, right? Like it it tells you that you're about something different and that's what we are about. And we're about collaboration and we're about trying to bring people together. And sometimes 
we were able to get a grant and sometimes we're in a position of being able to be that unifying force and you never know how long you're going to be in that position for but as long as we are in that position we're always going to take that opportunity to be that why we didn't take the platform that night either because there were 12 other people in collaboration who created that event with us so right. oh, it right. didn't feel yeah. appropriate for us to take a mic and not offer it to anybody else uh well go to uh if you're listening go to uh hutsy.tv get on the newsletter uh subscribe to that um and also go to your smart tv and download uh the hutsy tv app yeah. get started there yeah, and if, if you're able to, you know, we have a membership program that, okay. that helps us to get closer to our goal of being sustainable. So, um, you know, check that out. It's $14.99 a month, but it oh. supports all of our programming and mm -hmm. you also get full access to our app that way. Yeah. And well, the most important thing that I think is to say is, you know, when you, you look at the tech models, mm -hmm. um, there's this saying that if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. And we don't believe in our community being a product. We don't believe in chasing the same goals and, and ways that other people have monetized these platforms. And in order to do that, just like organic food, just like local art, there has to be a fair exchange. And that's what we're trying to do is to bring that back to a fair exchange of a true cost and to let people understand that we think that's a fair price to all contribute to how we get news and stories and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's different and it takes people, you know, these platforms have been giving things away for free for a long right. time, yep. but there's a cost. Yes. And that cost is still coming down the line for all of us to find out what that true cost is. Yeah. And so we're trying to give some alternatives. And But the place like this, we couldn't feel more in spirit with this radio station and what you guys are doing here to be here in this store of a place that literally mm -hmm. serves stuff within 100 miles and what, you know, I was reading about the radio before and. I think we're all across yeah. about the same spirit, and I yeah. hope the for world sure. is waking yeah. up to the need for this stuff, and they believe in supporting it. There's definitely an appetite. Yeah. I mean, uh, and it's—I just feel very lucky to be involved in all this, and and I'm so glad that this all worked out the way it did tonight. Totally. That you guys came to my rescue, and and um, I I want to do more with you guys over yes. the course of the next months, and totally, I'm very excited about this relationship. So, um, you know, again, thank you both for, you know. To just be able to come out here tonight and and beauty of living local we can that's show right. up yeah no that's right um thank you both really oh, thank you and uh um thank you and uh thanks for listening we have a couple more I, guys maddie and jen just to bring you back in as we say goodbye um well how, how'd it go first episode of film wax on radio free Rhinecliff. Fantastic, and I love your guests. Mm. You couldn't right, have selected better guests. Seriously, it really it worked out perfectly. Yeah. Oh, heart emoji. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you both. Yeah. And what you all are doing here is incredible. So yeah. I appreciate the opportunity. Thrilled to work with you guys in the future. Same. Yeah. Same. Thrilled to work with you. Yeah. Same yeah. here. Oh, this is exciting. This uh, uh, thank you, and um, so this will be uh, on a podcast apps, of course, if you're listening live. Uh, and by the way. If you're a local and you're creative, you can reach out to me. I'm at adam at filmwax.com. You can also reach out to the guys here. It's uh, uh, There's a way of connecting online, but it's... Yeah, phone numbers there. Oh, there's it's even a phone number. We're going to do call-in shows, too, by the way. Definitely. So where's the phone number? 845-307-Rhinecliffe. Oh, nice. And, uh, but, and, and you can email in at us as well, right? You, yeah, you can... Uh, you can email. You can go to the Radio Free Round Clip website and okay. just click on the contact form. Okay, there you go. So please don't, uh, do that. Don't be shy. And if you have a suggestion for this podcast, well, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>